When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. And welcome to Bink at Night, Jay Binkley. The sports machine, Sean. What? Bain. No, we're not the same person. We do sound alike from time to time. And Grant Nicholson producing the operation. Good seeing you fellas again. It's been a minute. Likewise, man. Good to have you back. Glad you're uh, feeling a little bit better, I guess, at least to get yeah. on the microphone. So. Kicking still, you know. Good to have you back. Yeah, it's always good to still be here. You By know? the way, those medical bills that you're worried about, yeah. just do what I do with student loans and pretend like they don't even exist. <laughs> That's too much money, dude. Whatever. But here's the thing, too, Sean. I mean, we might have some bad weather coming in here. Oh, I'm your guy. I am. You are. You were the perfect person to yeah. hear with severe weather because he's the tornado machine. The weather machine. The man of many talents. Yeah, I mean. Eh. Ish. I'll tell you where the tornado's going to be next. Yeah, we know. We all remember. <laughs> I'm telling great. you. It I'm telling you. It was. Radio. What was my guy's name? Whoever my journalism 101 team. Uh, Dr. Rick Musser at KU. He goes, the most important thing is letting him leave him wanting more. Like he oh, taught yeah, me the more there. So that teased him. That's it. You got a problem with that? No, that was probably the best tease that Thank we've ever you. had. Because we were studying those, you know, the, yeah. the form of us, he always wanted good teases. Mm-hmm. Wait, so I'm not updated on this story. Did you tease a tornado? Breaking, where a tornado would well, be? Here's, here's, your, breaking weather here's the full warning? story. Here's the full story. I was filling in for Ron on like a random Tuesday night, basically like this. And our old program director, John, he didn't tell me that the weather was going to get so inclement that there was a chance that I might need to get out of sports and into the weather, which you would think you might want to warn your solo host that. By the way, I was producing with Brad, and Brad's a friend of mine, Bank and yours, but he also once pronounced Les Miles' name, Lay Miles. Like, this guy knows <laughs> nothing about sports. He was just here because he he was like a good guy that did a lot of stuff around, and I miss him, by the way. And uh, so he was producing, so he wasn't really helping. And then five minutes into the show, I'm getting all these texts from John, our old program director. It's like, why are you talking sports? Why aren't you talking about the weather? So I'm trying to do a solo sports show. I'm looking outside. The hail's hitting the window. I'm getting texts from him. Brad's not helping at all. Like, it wasn't really my fault. But, yes, I did tease a tornado. I said something like, we're going to a commercial break, but coming up next, there's tornadoes all in our listening area. I'll tell you if it's going to affect you coming up next on 610 Sports Radio. That's a brilliant tease. Thank you. Because that keeps you on. Well, yeah. You want to know where it is. I mean, it's not safe. It's not cool, but no, I did it's it. it's not cool. Sorry about that. But where, where yeah, you know, is it hitting the Northlander? Was it hitting wherever? But anyway, we'll stay yeah. tuned. Weather Machine will keep, you, keep you up to date. Now, he's got the weather radars ready to go. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, I was at Kauffman Stadium one time, and it, it was like a microburst. I got on my camera to film it. It was like stuff was flying everywhere. What is a microburst? It's like it's not a tornado. It's like where it just comes straight down. Middle like, of a game? No, it wasn't during the middle of the game. It was like a couple hours before the mm. game. And I was walking down and seeing stuff. I was going 
Watch BP. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know microburst. There was one that hit uh, yeah. Lawrence when I lived well, out there. Well, stuff was flying all around. And then all of a sudden, the hot dog machine fell over. What? It had all the grease. That's when it got like, serious for it you. It was like uh, straight ice, man, walking across that thing. And the other time we had the vacuum, it even burned, like in the middle of his uh, pregame show. Goodness. It, it, was, it was, like I said, it was before the game and everything. And it, they took everybody to the tunnel between Arrowhead and Kaufman. And I don't think there's a safer place in the city to be underground between those two stations. No, that is a very safe place. It's basically a fortress. Probably the best place uh, to go. Have you heard about this uh, wide receiver stuff that Ian Rossini was talking about today on ESPN? No, I haven't heard anything. Has there been some sort of wide receiver movement this offseason in the AFC West or something? Tell me. Give me uh, wide, receivers, wide receivers are the new quarterbacks, man. I don't know Come anything. On. Getting the wide receiver, getting that air, getting that talent uh, through the air. The Chiefs bring in Juju, of course, and, and MVS. But uh, Ian Rossini was on, and she was talking about, you know, yesterday the uh, – well, the owners' meetings are going on, and the coaches, they always take that picture, and Andy Reid wears the Hawaiian shirt, and they get the pictures of him. And they talk, and they always have press conferences. They have breakfast with a lot of the writers. But she said this about the Chiefs' wide receiver situation. You hear the word replenish, uh, and that's essentially what they're trying to do. And what the Chiefs, from what I can understand in terms of replenish, is they're calling teams to see if perhaps – Teams that we haven't heard about are interested in perhaps trading one of their top receivers to Kansas City. So to me, that tells me Kansas City is basically looking at the entire market. They're looking at free agency, who's still left on the street right now. We know Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry is still available. You know they've done their work there. But they're thinking perhaps we can do better. We can come close to replacing a player like Tyreek Hill. By going after a team that has a top receiver that maybe would be open to some dealings because we know that the Chiefs, they've got the money, they've got the draft picks, and this could be their answer. Of course, if they don't get their answer there, we have the draft coming up in just a few weeks. And you know what? That's Diana Rossini, ESPN. Stay with the draft. Unless you go out and get a DK Metcalf and a Terry McLaurin. And I like the DK Metcalf. Listen, if he came here, I'd be ecstatic because the guy is sure. a replacement for Tyreek Hill. 100%. He's the replacement. He's got the size and he's got the speed. But... You're going to have to deal with the contract with him because his is going to expire. Same thing with Terry McLaurin. I am more of a fan, and Pro Football Focus came out today, and they have their list of the top 100 players of the draft that they see. ESPN, NFL.com, they all have them. But 16 of the top 100 were wide receivers. 14 were edge rushers. There's only four running backs, right, in their top 100 players. So, I mean, it's, this is a full, plentiful wide receiver draft yeah de- depth is not an issue right now it's just top end talent with the Chiefs and especially like so they brought over Mount Marcus Velda Scantling I-, I got a stats right here in front of me man his upside his best season so far has been what Byron Pringle did last year and you can't say well he didn't have a quarterback throwing to him he had the quarterback throwing to him right Aaron Rodgers the back-to-back MVP last year this dude had 26 catches for 430 yards and three touchdowns his career year was the one before that where he had, wait for it, 33 catches for 690 yards and six touchdowns. Like, but look they, at the they added average Marcus Robinson. But look at the average per catch, though. No, that's that big. Damn, that's big. He's, he's, Holy over cow. Over the last two years, he's number one. In for his career. Is this right? 17.5 yards per catch? He's a 4.37 guy. I mean, it's, he's six foot four, And not only that, he hit 22 miles an hour. So it was late November. He was the fastest guy in the NFL on a reception. Here's the one thing about it. Devontae Adams was there. He's going to get the bulk of the catches. We know that. That's true. He's going to play second fiddle to him. Now, if Devontae would have gone out for eight or nine games, you would have seen more MBS, I think, take over a little bit. But he's that deep threat. And you're not asking him to be the number one guy here in Kansas City. But I'll say this. 
oftentimes you have to look at players and their situations. You think, okay, well, Devontae Adams is there, so clearly he's not going to have as many catches. I see it all the time with the, the high school recruitment of athletes. I'll see a quarterback throw for 1,200 yards. He's going D1. And you're like, wait, wait, okay. Because they look at the camps and everything else. They look at your talent, and they'll look, all right, this kid can throw it. It's just his offense. The coach has it. The coach is holding back because this offensive scheme is running the football, you know, 80% of the time. You've heard that with Hardman a lot. Like, the reason that Hardman hasn't been able to put up numbers is because he's got all these other guys in front of him. But you say that Valdez Scantley isn't here to be your number one. No. What's, what's, what's he here to be? Is he here to have the role that D-Rob and Byron Pringle had, which is, all right, when we're not looking Kelsey's way or Tyree Kill's way or, in this case, Juju's way, or Hardman, like, is he option number, like, five? What are we really no, talking about I'd say, here? I'd say three at this point, or going to be two, because if they draft somebody, okay, then you wait for them to be the number one. If they're developing the number one, then you got decisions to make. Do you pay up Juju because he's on a one-year contract, or do you go out and hit the veteran market again or, or make a trade for a wide receiver? But he's he's the top off the defense guy. He's the guy to go deep because Juju is the guy to go in and get catches wherever. And here's the one thing I like about it. The Chiefs have just changed. He's six foot four. Like that's one thing they haven't had is height at the wide receiver position. Juju comes at six one, but he's two fifteen. Now like, he laid out Vontez perfect a couple years ago. Like one of the nastiest dudes in the NFL. He doesn't mind. Like it's Sammy Watkins type guy. You go across the middle, catch it. But Marquez Valdez Scanlon can do what the Chiefs like to do, and that's occasionally hit the vertical route, the nine route, and go downfield. So I like that about him. And the Chiefs have decisions to make. And I remember last year during free agency, I was big on Juju. He ended up staying in Pittsburgh for a year. The Baltimore yeah. Ravens and the Chiefs offered him more money. Andy Reid sending pictures, texting pictures of Lombardi. It didn't matter ultimately. He was hurting. He had 15 so, catches for 129 well, yards shoulder, and no touchdowns. He, he had a shoulder problem. He was hurt the whole year. He was hurt the whole year. But the one thing is, that showed you the recruitment of him, how bad they, they wanted another guy. How bad the Chiefs wanted that number two. Like their recruitment of Juju, and they didn't get him, and they danced with what they had, but that showed me how bad they wanted. The him. problem is when you've got a real number one, and obviously the Chiefs had a real, real, real number one, like the number one of number ones, maybe the number one best wide receiver in all of football. And now it feels like they're trying to add like a bunch of number threes and number twos and make that an, an elite wide receiver. Ultimately, I've always thought that to win a Super Bowl, quality is much more important than quantity. And yeah, depth is important in the NFL. It's probably more important in the NFL than in any other sport. But also, so is top-end talent. Ultimately, that's what wins Super Bowls. And I look at the Chiefs wide receiver core right now, I mean, it might be the worst in the division. You could probably say the Broncos, but besides that, this division is absolutely loaded with wide receivers. And the way I look at it right now, the Chiefs just have a bunch of dudes at that position. Even if they go out there and spend early draft picks on those guys, man, that's a crapshoot. Maybe it turns out to be a you know a, a Justin Jefferson type situation where the guy hits the league right away and he's awesome. But for every one of those, there's another five guys that end up you know being average, being McCole Hardman. So I wouldn't mind them making that huge if if it's possible making that huge splash at wide receiver that you're talking about. I don't know if it's possible. Here's the one thing about staying with 29 and 30, and I've heard a lot of say trade up against somebody, but who you getting? If you, if you want Aiden Hutchinson, I think he's the one surefire edge rusher here. You got to go up to number Well, one. you know more than me. Is it worth trading up to no. get anybody in this no, draft? I, I think at 29 and 30, I mean, the depth is there for wide receivers, especially if there's a run on quarterbacks, which I know Bucky Brooks put his mock out that they didn't have any quarterbacks in the first Who's round. the best wide receiver in this draft? Who, who's the most ready now wide receiver in Probably this draft? Garrett Wilson. Is he ready to go right Drake now? Drake London, these type of guys. But yeah, I think he's ready to go right now. I think these are pro ready. Jamison Williams was going to be that guy, but towards ACL with Alabama, he's still going to be a first-round pick. But there's talent towards the end of the first round. Like a Christian Watson, a guy that I really like, 4'3", 6 speed, but he's six foot four, and he's a blocking receiver because he was in an offense 
at North Dakota State where they run the ball all the time. What if there's a run on They win all the time, but they block all the time. What, what if there's that run on wide receivers or whatever position it is, like right before the Chiefs start picking? Are any of those guys that you just mentioned worth trading up for in the first round? I, mean, I, I think there's there's not that big of a gap between them. I don't, I don't see that Justin Jefferson and everybody else. And they need edge rusher for sure. And that's going to be there. Wide receiver and edge rusher will be there at 29-30. I do have them trading up in the second round, though, to get corner there. They're trying to trade up to 34-35, try to get at the top of the second round, which would be great because they would have picked 29-30 and like pick 34-35. They definitely have the capital to do it. I keep hearing about how many draft picks they have. Yes, they've got 12, but four of them are seventh-round picks, and nobody gives a damn about right. seventh-round picks. But having two ones, two twos, two threes, and two fours, they could do damage. Unlike any other draft that you've seen lately, this is a big-time draft for the Chiefs. And I got faith in Veach because I really like what he did last year in the second round because I consider last year's draft the toughest draft in the history of drafts. Oh, he nailed last year's draft. Because you had no combine. You were dealing with pro days and fake numbers. You know, these 40 times guys are putting up is ridiculous because they were controlled out by the NFL, by the school. Mm-hmm. Guys didn't play in conference games. It was the only non-conference games they played. Then there was the opt-outs. Even guys like Jamar Chase, as good as he was, it took him a minute to get ready because he missed the year of football because he opted out at LSU. So you had the opt-outs deals. You had guys not playing conference games. You had all the bowl game exodus guys didn't play in it. And it was tough to get film. It was tough on medicals. They didn't. Some of these teams didn't even get medicals till the day of the draft. But he nailed the draft in the toughest year of the draft, the second round. He called the second and third round the meat of the draft. And he goes out and gets Creed Humphrey, and he gets and he gets Nick Bolton. Well, oddly enough, he's been much better in those. Trey Smith in the sixth. In the second, third, fourth, and fifth rounds, look what Brett Veach has done compared to the first. Like, if you look at the moves he's made in the first round, you're like, eh, you know, whatever. If you look at the moves that ultimately he's ended up getting later on in the draft, man, that's where he's found all these different dudes. Like, you just mentioned a couple of them. All these dudes that have had an impact, especially on the defensive side the last couple of years, we're not talking about first-round draft picks like with a Willie Gay or a Nick Bolton. We're talking about guys that slid a little bit and that he was able to find. So, yeah, in Veach we trust, but for a team that's gone to four straight AFC championship games and won the division six times in a row – this team needs to hit on this draft. It's it's very, very important that they, they hit on a lot of these picks. They did hit on the first round because they got at Frank Clark, who came in here and made a difference for the Chiefs. In the yeah. No, he did. We, we can disagree on that. Okay. I mean, I consider that the first okay. round pick that year, and, and I consider that not working out at all. And last year, Orlando Brown did work out as a first round pick. It, it ultimately, he gave yeah, him a starting left tackle. I don't, I'm not mad at that one because when they, they didn't have an opportunity. They needed it. They did. I mean, so, yeah. Something they had to have. The Frank Clark one will argue as long as we do and, this show together. And talking Baltimore and they even do it business with you for their arrival. It's like it's like if Bill Belichick called Andy Reid for Eric Fisher a couple years ago when they still had Tom Brady. Hey, uh, it's one piece we need left tackle. Eric Fisher, what's, what do you want for him? Sorry, sir, this is a Wendy's. I mean, part of you also kind of goes, wait, why are they willing to like let their rival, a Super Bowl contender, take I know, take I still like can't that. figure it out. I, had a I can't either. I had a Baltimore beat writer on that week. It was before the Orlando Brown trade, and I was like, and he poo-pooed it, and you know we said, all right, now what? What about Orlando Brown? I brought it up. I think it was a ridiculous question. Like people want Orlando Brown. Is this something? No, no, it's not a possibility. Then it happened. They brought him back on Sunday, and all right, now that it's happened, how did this happen? Dude, the Chiefs shipped Tyree Kill to an AFC team that's on the come up. Like, what if that bites him in the ass? What if they end up playing them in the playoffs, or somehow end up going on the road to Miami because this I division's like so good? I like what the Dolphins have done. I think they've had the best offense. I'm just saying, ship them to Carolina, like ship to, to a crappy NFC team where you don't have to deal with them for a while. I'm not saying the Dolphins are good or anything, but they're amongst that next group of teams. I would say in the AFC, that's kind of got a shot now. We'll get to the uh, stadium talk. Obviously, I'll get to your phone calls as well. There's stadium talk 
Chiefs going to Kansas or whatever that's been out there, but they also floated out staying in Missouri, and I think they will. We'll get to that about 6.30, but coming up next, what would you do with the salary cap in the NFL? Mm. I've got an idea. We'll talk about that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to Big and I, Jay Binkley. Sean Levine, the sports machine, the weather machine. Uh, we talk the same, so it's like ditto on both sides. Grant uh, Nicholson producing the operation. We just got done talking about uh, wide receivers. A lot of you guys chiming in. Here's, here's one thing from the text line. By the way, feel free to text in or call in 913-576-7610. Same number, Jay Southland Toe Service text line. Criticizing uh, Christian Watson, the guy I like from North Dakota State. Here's the thing. One double A. Had Cooper Cup mocked to the Chiefs. How'd that turn out? One double A receiver. He turned out all right? Where'd he go? He's uh he's with the Rams excelling. Super Bowl MVP. No, I know Cooper he's Cup. on the Rams. I mean, what school did he go to? Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington. Is like every receiving record? Do you think you could name where like every single wide receiver in the league went? I don't know. I like I like that game though. Every starter. Let's go to Josh in Overland Park. What's up, Josh? What's going on, Bink, man? Welcome back. I, I know there's no other draft nick like you in this city, period. Um, I wanted to kind of touch base on with all the draft capital that we have. Um, do you think it's prudent for us, especially for Veach, to kind of take a chance on somebody like uh, David Ojabo if he falls or a move up for a, Jam- for a, for a Jameson Williams, especially when you compare, like, because I remember uh, the year that Ruggs came out, like he was talking about moving up to get Ruggs. 
And I think Jameson Williams is way better than Ruggs, especially when you look at the film. You know what? You know, Jameson Williams is a stud. I really like him a ton. The injury kind of scares me a little bit because I think you'll get that speed back. ACL, everybody's got those issues. He got that in the playoffs. But the one thing, too, is is with Jalen Waddell, the Henry Ruggs. You talk about that. Like, Jalen Waddell was an afterthought, even though he was so good his sophomore year. The next year, you lose production. I mean, you're in a wide receiver room with Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs at Alabama, and you're Jalen Waddell, which I think Jalen Waddell and Devontae Smith, who won the Heisman in that wide receiver room, and I think if Jalen Waddell would have stayed healthy, remember he got hurt that season, Devontae Smith would have never won the Heisman because Jalen Waddell uh, would have got a lot of those yards. But here's the thing with the draft capital. Keep in mind, four of those picks are in the seventh round. Go to Google. It used to be the Jimmy Johnson trade chart. Now a lot of the teams use the uh, Rich Hill model. And it'll show you, for example, like Chiefs pick 29 and 30. The pick 29 is worth 203 points. Pick uh, 30 is worth 196 points. Now, if you go all the way up to uh, you add those things together and you have enough at 399 to get the number 10. Because Grant, number you 10 got is the TI 83. There's a lot of numbers. Well, what I'm saying is it's a lot of numbers and it keeps going down. For instance, pick number 121 in the fourth round is only worth 25 points. You get to the seventh round, their picks are worth two and one point. So they're not not much value when you get those picks. David Ojabo is a guy that I like. Again, it's Achilles injury. Chiefs have dealt with that several times. Remember, DJ had that Achilles injury, came right back for the Chiefs. But, again, I think the Chiefs need production this year. And I don't know, again, until you see him and know what, what his abilities to come back and be there for the Chiefs. Chiefs need an impact this year. I like Ojabo and what he can do in the future, but they need they need help. And they need help right now. I don't know nothing about it, Java, but I know about Jalen Waddle. And that guy had 104 catches his rookie season for 1,000 yards and six touchdowns. That's top 10 wide receiver numbers right out the gates. And you pair him with Tyreek Hill. Most ever Hill. for a rookie. I mean, goodness gracious. Like, we talk about all those other Alabama wide receivers. Yeah, Devontae Smith's an absolute stud. And you talk about Henry Ruggs and all those other guys that have come out the last few years. I think I'm taking Jalen Waddle over all those guys. Now you pair him. Man, Tua... There's no more excuses for that guy. Like, he's got plenty of weapons around him now. Is there a better wide receiver duo right no. now in the NFL than they have down there in Miami? No, there's not, because now you had Tyreek Hill in all those yards as well. But Jalen Waddle, let me put it this way. when he was Because keep in mind, Devontae Smith, Jerry Judy, he's in a room full of first-round picks. Yeah. And at Alabama, I know people make jokes all the time because Alabama, you know, beat the Jaguars. Some people joke about this. I will say this. Their wide receiver room was just as good as an NFL wide receiver room. But put it this way, he got hurt. Remember his last year at Alabama? He started 8 for 134, 5 for 142, 6 for 120, 6 for 161, gets hurt. Goodness. Devontae Smith starts getting all the catches and wins the Heisman Trophy because Jalen Waddle got hurt. Had he stayed there for Alabama, you're not winning the Heisman with this kind of production of uh, Jalen Waddle. No, Waddle's supposed to be that guy. And that, that's the thing. Like, Fortunately, the Chiefs, and I don't think we've talked about this enough, still have Travis Kelsey, who I believe is still in his prime, probably Absolutely. will be. I'd say this year, you can tell he's slowing down a little bit, though. He's not the same Travis Kelsey, I'd say, that he was maybe two or three. Like the year the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, I would say he was by far the best tight end in the league. Well, he's going to be wide receiver option number one, even though he's a tight end for the Chiefs. He's going to be target number one without Tyree Killen. He's got six straight years of 1,000 yards. In the last few years, you could argue that he's been option number one, option number 1A with Tyree Kill. Now he's option number one with a bullet. Like, we, we <laughs> talk about the Chiefs wide receiver core and how now they're average and maybe third best in the AFC West and all that. 
don't forget that a lot of teams don't have a tight end like Travis Kelsey that is essentially a wide receiver that goes out there. He can run any route. He opens up the middle for you. He has a thousand yards and 10 touchdowns in his sleep. So as I don't want to say bad, a little bit worse as the wide receiver core got last week and losing Tyree kill. Let's not get it twisted. They're still pretty good because Travis Kelsey is still part of that core. Here's how good he is. Six straight years of a thousand yards. Only other tight end to ever do any kind of streak was Greg Olson who's going to be the number one booth for Fox, probably broadcasting now. He had three. Like, Travis Kelsey has doubled that, which is insane to me. You look at uh, Tony Gonzalez, Gronk, Jason Witten, they only had four 1,000-yard years. They weren't all consecutive. What about the fact, though, that he also hasn't gotten double teamed the last five years as much because he has had Tyree Kill. Now he doesn't have Tyree Kill. There's not exactly a reason to, you know, double team Marquez Valdez, Scantling, or McCall Unless Hardman. you're afraid of him going down the field. Unless you're afraid of well, that. Well, prove it. I think I think the Chiefs screen game is going to be more prevalent this year. Like, it started getting better, but these wide receivers that can block. Like, like Scantling is a very good blocker. Like, he's an underrated blocker. Like, his blocking skills are very good. So is Juju. So now you have two wide receivers that block like Sammy Watkins, and now you can do more screens out Yeah, there. well, also like Sammy Watkins, the problem is sometimes those guys get hurt, especially Juju Smith-Schuster. If he's the guy that when he had a career year, what, four seasons ago and had 1,300 yards and double-digit touchdowns, then it's all gravy, baby. That basically replaces Tyreek Hill. But if he goes out there and only plays in a handful of games and he gives you the Sammy Watkins, hey, I'm good when I'm in, but most of the time I'm not going to be there, man, that sets his team back a lot. Would you take Tony G or Travis Kelsey? Prime, haven't played yet. You know what their production is going to be. Yeah, I think, oh, man. And keep in mind, Tony Gonzalez played with crap quarterbacks. I think I'm still taking Tony Gonzalez, but you're really splitting hairs there. I mean, I don't really have a great reason for it. Tony Gonzalez, time here in Kansas City, is always going to look back on. He was the best player here by far that never won a playoff game. And then you've got Travis Kelsey, who's one of the great players that won a million playoff games. He's only won one his career in Atlanta. He won one. Isn't that nuts? One I'd take Kelsey. I would take Kelsey. By the way, I heard Kling talking this morning about uh, having the quarterback go go tag free. You can pay your quarterback whatever the hell you want to, which if you have a quarterback that's uh, that kind of sucks and you have to pay him. But what if you don't have a quarterback? Then you're in a real situation because you have these other teams paying quarterbacks, whatever. I've got something else. I was curious about what you thought of this. Take one guy in offense and one guy in defense. Doesn't have to be your quarterback. It could be a wide receiver, or whatever. It doesn't count against the cap. I take one offensive player, one defensive player, cap free. On the current team, I mean, I think yeah. it's I think it's pretty obvious what you would do, right? On both sides of the ball. I mean, I would do that. Don't you just, just take your high? Don't you just take, take your highest paid price tags, which yeah. would be Chris Jones on the defensive side? That's what you do. He's got a hundred million dollars. Now you're paying wide receivers more than quarterbacks. So I would take I would forget the quarterback. I take the one offensive player, one defensive player, no cap. Well, the way that it is with reality right now with the salary cap, the Chiefs have put themselves in a position where they basically could they have paid Tyree Kill? Let's let's say that everything's true behind the scenes. Tyree Kill said he wanted to be the highest paid wide receiver and one of the contract extension all those things. Could the, feasibly could the Chiefs have afforded that? Yes, I think that the problem is. Twofold. One, once they pay that, there really is no other money. Like there's there's like now it's like pennies on the dollar. Like the salary cap all of a sudden became real. For real, real. And two, you might think he's worth it now and next year, but if you're gonna give him a four year deal and hope that he's around for that entire time, I get it, it's football. There's not necessarily going to be that third year and that fourth year, that's where it gets a little bit risky. So I think that's what the Chiefs did and said, Look, if we're if we let him walk next year, even if we win the Super Bowl, we're not gonna get anything back for him. So it sucks, but 
We have to do it. We've seen we've seen plenty of these contracts in football and baseball in this town. Where yeah, you get that production right away, but then what happens? What would you have done when you're a little? little what would you have done if you were front I, office, like in the actual I situation? The, I would have cleared the cap space and get the draft picks like they did. You would have done exactly. Yeah, what they, they did. Got, they got five picks out of the deal. Devontae Adams just brought two picks in. It's a better deal. Now the Raiders did screw the Chiefs because he was going to sign. And then Devontae Adams got the deal, which was funny because the Chiefs are going to screw over the Bills next year with Stephon Diggs. They're going to be in the same situation. You know, got screwed he's over. He's going to his money. D-Rob and Pringle. I wonder if they knew that there was any chance that Tyree Kill was going to jump ship because I don't feel like those guys really wanted to leave Kansas City. They, they just didn't get a shot. Because he was going to sign. I and mean, they're going to make you a top three paid receiver in the NFL. But, yeah. you know, they're talking about using him a running back and like Debo Samuel type role in Miami. Well, the Chiefs were doing that, but they wanted to save wear and tear on him from the return game and being a running yeah. back. So made him a wide receiver and became an all-around great wide receiver. So <laughs> coming back and having run the ball a little bit more, going to change. 913-576-7610 is the phone. Coming up next, we'll talk about the story of the day. Will the Chiefs move to Kansas next? This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Big and I, Jay Binkley, Sports Machine, Sean Levine, Grant Nicholson producing the operation. Mark Donovan made news today. Um, Kevin Clark said this on Twitter. Chiefs President Mark Mark Donovan, when asked this AM about potential new stadium options, said the team has considered options in the state of Kansas. They like Arrowhead and the legacy of Lamar Hunt's stadium, but have been pitched by Kansas developers on a bunch of options, something to watch. Move to Lawrence, baby. That's a great place. Could do that. But they also said this. Noted it's early, but the team is also considering further renovations and the possibility of a building, a replacement. People keep forgetting about this part. Replacement for Arrowhead 
on site. That would become easier if Kauffman Stadium were back vacated. So moving downtown, a chief spokesperson said Donovan has consistently told community groups the team is exploring all options when he's asked. Now, Arrowhead is the third oldest stadium in the NFL. The only two older than that are pretty easy. Soldier Field, obviously, and Lambeau Field. It's one and two. And the stadium that's uh, fourth uh, oldest is Highmark Stadium in Buffalo. Who? And they just got, they're just getting uh, plans for a new stadium in Buffalo. It was open in 73. Arrowhead was open in 72. They're old places. I mean, Kauffman Stadium, the sixth oldest in baseball, fourth oldest in the American League. So the stadiums are uh, are getting older. Can, can, I, can, I, can I ask a naive question before we get too far into it? So you're talking about the old stadiums like Lambeau Field. Am I missing something? Or isn't that widely regarded as like the mecca of the NFL. Oh, I'm fine with goes, it. So, I'm good with and, that. and so like what do I so when you go to watch a baseball game, if you're if an alien drops in, right, from a different planet, yeah, and they want to go see a baseball game, you're probably gonna take them to Fenway, you might take them yeah. to Wrigley, you're gonna yeah. take them to one of the old yeah. ones, right? If you're gonna go see a college basketball game, you're probably gonna go to Allen Fieldhouse. Why is Arrowhead different? Like, why is old not as good? Why well, is new cool. automatically better? It's, it's cool better? to people like me and you. I mean, nostalgia of the place is cool because it was one of the first bowl stadiums. Like, Kansas City was one of the first cities to have their own, you know, split deals between baseball and football. Because sure. a lot of stadiums use the same thing. Remember in Philly with Veteran Stadium and Riverfront and Cincinnati? Yeah. You play both. You play football and baseball. Oakland, yeah. same type of deal. You play baseball and football in the same place. But the other thing, too, is it's like nothing ever developed, which shocks me. Because here's the deal. You're on 435 and I-70. And really the only place to get some food after a game was at Taco Bell. Denny's, baby. How about I say or Denny's? I mean, those were your choices. And they had a hotel out there going to business. Like, how do these things go to business when, you know, when they built KCI in, what, 73? They thought, okay, put it way up here in the Northland and things will develop. Well, nothing ever did. There was an Applebee's on Berry Road, 929. It was the number one Applebee's in the country because there was nothing else out there. Airports, though, now that's there's not. Zona Rosa and everything else. That's the not atypical, though. Came. Like, have you been to the it's, Denver airport? No, it's, it's atypical because it took a while, but things finally started to develop. Like, things finally started to develop up to Dre Airport. Now you got Tiffany Springs development, all that. There were times you'll get over 2 million fans at Royal Stadium. How in the hell can you just have a Denny's and a Taco Bell? Like, I'm shocked about that. Independence that sits on I-70 as well, said, you know what, we'll put uh, Cable Dahmer Arena now out there and we'll put all these restaurants, and shop, which they did, Bass Pro Shops, all that out there. In Independence, they took advantage of the area. No one has taken advantage of that area, area at Kauffman Stadium. I think this is going to be a tug of war between, I think they're going to stay in Missouri. I'm a Missouri guy. I'm 100% good with that. And I'll tell you what, I think Kansas people would actually be okay with it, Sean, because they're used to it being in Kansas City, Missouri. They're used to the stadium being there. If they put it in Kansas, I think a lot of Missouri people have a problem with that, that it's now over in Kansas. No, you know what it's really like? As somebody that went to KU, K-State fans, and Grant, I know you're one of them, are always like, oh, so every time we beat you guys, you guys are so bitter. We don't care. Like, honestly, that's – and maybe that makes it even worse, but, like, we really don't care. And that's how I think if, – if they built the stadium in Kansas with a few people that grew up in Olathe and Overland Park and Leewood puff their chest out and be like, look, now you're coming to the good side, sure, but, like – I don't care, man. Kansas, Missouri, Kansas City. Here's what I want. I want them to keep Arrowhead. They update it, build the mall around it the same way they did for Lambeau. But why get rid of it? I still don't understand. Nobody's gave me a good, oh, what, are you going to make a bigger screen? Are you going to heated seats or iPad connection? Now, I don't need this crap. Well, I'm, I'm with you. Okay. Like Downtown baseball stuff. stadium. Knock, like down, stadium. Knock, knock down the K. Sorry, it's great. Knock down the K. Build that stadium downtown. Get the revenue from there. And then... 
You have additional parking. You call that Arrowhead Plaza or something. To your point of how no, no to your point of how nothing's been built around it. Nothing. It is crazy that you look out there and you still just see Denny's. And uh, everybody listening, and everybody listening right now has been to that Denny's at some point or met somebody who left their car there. How have other restaurants or chains or developments not been like, hey, there's just a Denny's out there. Two million fans a year for 82, 82 And pretty games. much year-round because you got Arrowhead. You have other events that happen there. You've got Kauffman Stadium. And you have all the travelers going to, to Colorado Two, and everything. Probably 100-something days a year. You're going to get thousands and thousands of people conglomerated that little area and there's a damn Denny's and a Taco Bell. I don't know how that happened. Now here's the thing about it. I also don't know exactly why they built them out there in the first place. Arrowhead's a great place. But here's the thing. I think what happens is all these new places get built, right? Dallas with, with Jerry Jones World. And he gets all those events, those preseason foot college football games. He, it's, it's a cool deal. And they've built a star. Like they have a practice facility. High school teams use that in their shops and stuff around. SoFi Stadium in L.A., there's shops around. The NFL uh, Network is out there now. Uh, right next to SoFi's or NFL Network, but there's shops and restaurants. And they developed, like, to me, the best thing for the Royals if they moved downtown, which I'm okay with that now. But if they did, you tear it down, you put a new Arrowhead where that was, and you start building that while you're still playing Arrowhead Stadium. It takes a couple years to build that. And then you Damn take new where Arrowhead, Arrowhead was, again. and you do exactly what you're saying, like Arrowhead Plaza, and you put shops and restaurants, and they could put a hotel where they could eventually have training camp back in Kansas City because of what they want to do. But they could build a whole, like, ballpark-type village for football out there in Arrowhead State. You also need to keep Arrowhead. You can't have for Arrowhead downtown no, for no, tailgating. You, you never, never do. You would never well, move let's, let's be honest. Part of the game day experience in Kansas City, half of it is the game. The other half is what you do before the game. And so I think the, you can't just build it downtown and be like, oh, we don't need the parking. We don't need tailgating. I think the extra revenue when you see these new stadiums and what they're doing, I think that's very attractive for owners. I mean, it's, yeah, it's great for the fans who go at the Arrowhead Stadium, but I think they see what goes on, the economic development, and what these stadiums can bring in for cash-wise by having a new stadium. That's very attractive to them. You know, lowering like 62,000 is what Buffalo's going to, from 70,000 down to 62, short or, you know, less capacity to your stadium and, and increased money flow. But I think they see all this economic impact. I will say this, and I think it's going to be a real tug of war between Kansas and Missouri. Because if you're Kansas and you're in the Kansas legislature and you're the governor, aren't you saying, yeah, having an NFL team is the number one property to get in this country. You're going to be a sucker if you think that that's going to have actual legs, though. Well, the there's, NFL, there's no way that they're coming to Kansas. Well, I know they said they are. Yeah, there's but, no, but, I've read the stories, too. And they should get proposals. You know why? Because Kansas, that has sporting, is the only professional team they have in the state. But to get an NFL team in your state, now here's what tug of war. Because if I'm Kansas, I'm looking at this, whoa, we have an NFL team in the state of Kansas, which would be huge. But if I'm Missouri, I'm sitting here going, we wouldn't have any NFL teams. The population of Missouri, which is greater than the population of Kansas, you have St. Louis and Kansas City anchoring both in, and all of a sudden you lost the Rams, and then you would lose the Chiefs. They'd have a problem with it, and they should, because the state of Missouri wouldn't have professional football anymore, and that's a problem. That's why I think it'll be a nice little war between Kansas and Missouri, because Kansas will look at it and say, well, we want to, because the NFL team, you have to admit, that's the thing to get. Of course. I mean, it's a billion-dollar industry. If you have an NFL team, I mean, it's your whole you know, identity of your city, your state, and everything to boast about that. And if Kansas gets the Chiefs, Missouri's game probably is like, we lost both NFL Yo, build teams. it where, uh, where they had the Woodlands uh, at. Here comes Woody. Well, they thought when the NASCAR track, they won it built in Platte County, right? It's Kansas City, Missouri. They put it up there, and Kansas actually won the award. We'll take a timeout. 913-576-7610 is the phone number. We'll further discuss this with you guys coming up next. 
This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Big at Night, Jay Binkley, the sports machine slash weather machine. Sean Levine will keep you, uh, well, Sean will keep you updated on any kind of weather development. Brent Nicholson monitoring the radar. I mean, it looks nice outside right now. I would say it's like, yeah. I don't know, 70 degrees and sunny. So it's Kansas City. What do you expect? Cover up. It's springtime in Kansas City. Dude, our weather, like I know yeah. it's up and down. Yeah. Would you say it's kind of like the uh, Zambezi zinger? You know, up and down and around. And Well, the funny thing was, the people got a DK Metcalf. And he's like, nah, I'm going to stay here because it's too cold. And I, I sent him back on Twitter. We had like a high of 84 or something like that a couple weeks ago. So you got like, weather sucks. I was like, look, we got great weather. I know it does. But I said, look, it's like 84 one day. I was like, hey, we got great weather. Come on, man. Although tomorrow it's going to be snowing. Who knows what the hell it's going to do. Let's go to CJ in KC. We've been talking about stadiums. But what's on your mind, CJ? Gentlemen, what's up? What's up? Oh, this is this is honey love. Oh, geez. So, oh yeah, the honey love is still pouring out here, man. Don't ever get it twisted. I'm. This voice was Levine. What do you think of this voice? I love this. Unbelievable. When he calls in, CJ's got a voice. Serious voice. Hey, man. You know what the truth is? I have a serious uh, speech impediment. If I did not talk like this, there's no chance anybody. You sound great, man. Hey, I'm trying my best to. Just trying to be heard, man, because I got a lot to say. You sound great. When I'm yelling, normally I yell at people, you know, <laughs> but I'm cool like this. We'll keep it I up, CJ. Be heard. Stadiums. You guys said something that kind of pushed my button. Okay. Better, uh, bring up something. Taco Bell, Subway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks. One of the second best Denny's in Kansas City is right there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure Levine knows about it's that. Probably mm-hmm. the most profitable. 
doing words at? Yeah, it used to have some of the best cooks. Uh, I don't know how many Denny's you guys uh, frequented over the years, but uh, Denny's uh, was not all that, but they uh, kept me coming back, though, I'll be honest. <laughs> I would like to but, see the numbers on that. Uh, on the parking lot on those Chiefs games with all the little cheap food that you got around there, you're going to get some of the best barbecue. Best barbecue? Hey, where the barbecue probably for free on, the in stadium? the parking lot. So tell, tailgating probably kept those restaurants out of the area that we were, that we're talking about. Oh, man, so I've left so many Royals move. games and gone to Taco Bell. It's always been a huge line. Yeah, but he's right, though. Yeah. Like oh, he, he's, when, it comes, when it comes to Chiefs games, he's dead right. But that's oh. only, what, eight, ten times well, a year. That's why if you build the Arrowhead Plaza, Sean, you put barbecue restaurants out there. You get Q39, Jack Stack, and all that, and then put a barbecue That's che- like I mean, does anybody really want to go to the game and just buy the barbecue? Like, if you're going Hell to a Chiefs yes, game. yes, I would. Right now, That's Kansas City. Right man. now at Arrowhead, can you buy good barbecue inside the stadium? Hey, they have barbecue. The answer is no. You can't inside the stadium. There's a few. Have places. you had Have you had the barbecue at the K? Very average for I being love... Kansas City, the home of barbecue. Like you would think that you could get this and that and this and when that. You go downtown with the Royals. You'll have barbecue restaurants around the stadium. Oh sure. I mean, I would love to be able to go and get a sandwich Q39 or, or Jack Stack or something like that or Smokehouse and go right into. I the got beef game. though with Q39 right now, man. They make you. They make it feel so special. Like, barbecue beef. I do a barbecue beef with them. That I call and I say, "Hey, I want some burn ends." Right? Here are my choices. I can either get some like forty dollar burn end platter. I can wait until next week when they've got like their special back, or I can get a sandwich that has two little cute burn ends on it. Why are y'all so damn special? I can't give you fifteen, twenty bucks, and you give me a little to go play to burn ends, and I call it dinner. Who do you think they are? They got the best sauce in town. I'll give them that. Their honey barbecue sauce is phenomenal. But if I just want a little order of burn ends, bro, they make it seem like I'm asking for a pot of gold. You know what I've always wanted? You know these golf courses, though? There's some that'll take, like, the best holes in different places, and they try to replicate them for 18, yeah, like the course. best 16th hole or whatever. Yeah. I always wanted to see, like, an all-star barbecue place, like where you take beans from one place, maybe the ribs from another. Like, what a what a full – and I've kind of done that before, where I've gone to one place to get the beans and one place – Oh, I believe it. For the uh, burn You drove all around the city it, just yeah. to get meat and the side dishes? I call it an all-star meal. Yeah, I but, call it an all-star meal. When you take, because nobody's got the best of everything. They just don't. How do you keep it Some hot? Some people are better at being heated up. Remember I, Herm Edwards? I like it hot. I've done it for Christmas the last 20 years. Where did you where'd you get your meat? Smokehouse. Where'd you get your beans? Smokehouse there, but they, where'd the you ribs, get? different places. Okay. Different places. And you go and you get wherever your favorite is, because everybody's got their favorite. Where'd you get your places. sauce? Different places. Gates. I really like Gates. Yeah, the sweet like sauce. Yeah. But I would do an all-star. I call it the all-star meal. I don't care. I mean, yeah, people think I'm weird. With a red soda, that. right? I mean, you got time to burn or something. You just go to make an all-star meal. You've actually done this. Yeah, hell yeah. Gone around the city and mixed barbecue joints. Yeah, because one's got better sauce, one's got better beans, one's got You know who's got the ends. best corn nuggets, right? Rosedale Barbecue. Is that right? I don't know if you made a stop by there. I'll put it on the list. Put it on the list. Well, one time, I, I read on Twitter, it was uh, Jeff Schwartz, I think. He's Mitch Schwartz's brother, and... He said Andy Reid knows when the burn ends are freshest and the ribs or something like that. It was some barbecue. I think it was ribs or burn ends. What? Yeah. Because you know when they, they come out of the oven, the freshest. And I was like, oh, okay, it's pretty cool. So one day I was at a press conference. It might have been the Honey Badger or somebody, and I'm sitting there in the front row, and he was just sitting up there. We're waiting for the next press conference. There's a couple. It was like Hitchens and then somebody else. And I looked up there and I said, Hey, Coach, I just read something where it said you know the best when the barbecue's freshest. Mm-hmm. Is this true? Is that, I want to know if it's true or not. Big boys like you can make jokes yeah. like that to other big boys. Yeah, because yeah. He, he's always joked to me about the food. Sure. I remember the first year he got here, I was there for the draft night, 
He looked right at me and said, what do you think of the food? It's like, it's actually improved since you're here. Yeah, now. See, I did that with Mangino one time in college when I was like a buck 45 soaking wet. And he didn't take it very late. Well, he used to screw with me and Therese about the weight because he likes yeah, bigger yeah, yeah. guys. Yeah, big you know, guys. You're yeah. in the club. And and I said, hey, is this true? Did you? And he heard it from some cabbie or something somewhere where the, about different barbecue places went. So he knew the secrets. Get those corn nuggets. There's always secrets around secret. this town, like the secret way to Coffin Stadium. There's always secrets. Oh, back there by Funky Town. Uh, always secrets. We were talking about that the other always day. Always a secret way. If you're Gra- in KC, you know Gray and I have way. a date, actually. You want to go to Funky Town with us? <laughs> Is that where you're I don't going? know. We're doing, I think we're going to do it sometime, like, when the weather, when we know it's going to be nice. Do they have a porch out there, Grant? I know. I want to hang out outside. Because sometimes when I drink, I smoke cigars. So, like, I want to be able to smoke my cigar. So, oh, I got a place for you, man. You got a spot for me? You know, you've heard of Outlaw Cigar Store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, this is mom and pop business day. So, why not? We'll, we'll talk about, you know, today is? Yeah. Oh. It's like mom and pop. What's your favorite mom and pop? Mine's, I like Bar Bar Barbecue out in Eudora, Kansas. Big fan of that. Mom and pop. Outlaw Cigar Store. They, they're doing well for themselves, They but they're locally owned, you know. Got a place in Northland or wherever. They built a brewery in Northtown, and they got their smokes in there, too. And they have a bunch of leather chairs to sit there and watch the games. And you drink their beer. They're a brewery, too, so they make their own beer. And you can go back there and grab a beer to pair with really? their cigars. Like, they know, like, I was drinking some porters or something, like a dark beer. And they brought out cigars. It would be perfect for that beer. Oh, man. I'm Fantastic. not going to lie. I've been distracted. Fantastic. Wait, what's the place called in Eudora? Outlaw. Oh, no. Bar Bar Barbecue. Bar Bar Bar. I go to Lawrence burgers. all the time. Yeah, you're right there in Eudora. What? I'm, I'm not kidding. They it started off. I always stop off in DeSoto and get some crappy well, gas it's station just, food. It's 10 miles from DeSoto. What? But it, I found it. Listen to this. Bar, bar, barbecue. They used to be one of those barbecue places that were like, you had to go to their house. Like, they would make oh, it yeah, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they got a food truck. And then they had their food truck out, and their food it was fantastic. Then they bought a, like, brick-and-mortar place. They're growing. And, and put the, yes, and they you go in there. and But, yeah, it's just, I've seen them from Infancy, wow. but they're very good. Wow. Yeah, it's bar, bar, bar barbecue. Day. I'll check it out. Check it out and let me know what you think of that. But I'm curious about Taco Bell. If you work out there, I'd like, if you're in management out there, I'd like to know where your numbers stack up between the month of March, between the month of March and February. Oh, that Denny's and Taco Bell kills it during baseball season. During football season, nobody goes. I I don't know if it's true or not, but I'd once heard heard that Applebee's that was on Berry Road 929 was number one in the country. It's before Zona Rosa and all that. I know it was the only only place to take a date to because there was nothing up here. Just, you, not you, here, would know. Northland. you would know. And I still live there. You know, <laughs> still live. You can't take me out of the out of the north no, except when I was in school. Coming up next, though, back to the Kansas City Chiefs. Marcellus Wiley just firing off hot takes about the Kansas City Chiefs. That's next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 